Oh my god. Hello? Hola! Girlfriend! Oh my god! Hey, <laughs> oh, hang up. Hold up. Don't hang up, but hold up. Hi, this is Smash, and you're listening to Smash Lake City. And not only do I have the honor of actually speaking verbally instead of messagingly and care packagingly and solely ESB talking. <laughs> I get to speak conversationally with one of my most favorite humans on the planet, Chacha. What up, bitches? I'm out here. I'm just out here being me in Atlanta, wondering not what the Lana. hell is happening to the weather. You not, Lana? Child, it's hot in the daytime and cold at night. I don't know. We can't call it hot now. It's like it's like they have mixed feelings, Atlanta. Can you call it like COVID, Atlanta? You really can, especially since I caught that shit. Yeah. Oh, you caught that? Girl. Yeah. I was at home. How does it feel to catch it? Just can do shit. How does it feel? Did you go? You had your asthma, but you went to the hospital for COVID? Yep. I went to the hospital for COVID three times. They gave me a frequent flyer pass. What do they do when you're in there? Um, well, first they run like 15 different tests. They, they, they got to test your lungs. They got to test your heart. You get, you, they give you tests until the tests are running out of your ass. Wow. Like they to test your ass. Um, after that, a, everybody just looks really, form? really afraid and really, really sorry for you. And then, How and long then are- um, you you get medication to treat the symptoms, but of course it's a virus, so there's no cure. You have to let it run its course, and uh, that course is different for everybody. Right. I talked to a guy there. He said that he got he, he was diagnosed with COVID. This motherfucker told me four days later he felt just fine. I was like, what? Really? He was telling me this, and I was seven weeks in. So I was like, thanks for sharing, asshole. Seven weeks in? Do you sit at home alone and sad, feeling like nobody else loves you in the world? Um, (laughs) You get to rejoin society. However, some of the um, some of the effects are lasting. And since it's new, they have no idea. Like for example, my sense of smell is 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 more uh, more acute. Like I can just smell everything so much more, and it's annoying as fuck. Not on. And my sense of taste changed. Uh, My favorite wine doesn't taste. Oh no! Yeah, I'm like fuck you, COVID. I mean, me and this wine been together for years. I'm still drinking. I'm drinking it right now. Well, Bandit, when you're done pooping, you can come back in the house. Sorry, I'm talking to my dog. Um, When I was pregnant, I was working at squatters for 12 years, so I could drink beer, whiskey, blah, 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 blah. But after I got pregnant, I had quit drinking like a year and a half before I had my baby. And 
I couldn't drink beer. I couldn't drink whiskey. The only thing that I wanted to drink was Chardonnay, like a grandma. <laughs> you turn into a classy bitch. You just turned classy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, what year is that Chardonnay? Oh, is it from Franzia? I'll take a glass of it. Like, <laughs> doesn't matter what kind of Chardonnay it is, but it, it's all I want to drink. <laughs> It's a good thing and a bad thing because if I drink hard liquor now, I turn into Tyrannosaurus Rex and that's scary. <laughs> no, bitch, we don't want that. We like happy and fun drinkers. We don't like no scary if I'm going to bite your head off drinkers. No, yeah. no, no, no. We good yeah. on those. And I've made, I've made the mistake of starting my podcast out having a few glasses of wine and so I start sounding fucking wasted. And my Halloween episode, my two friends, I, I, ha- I interviewed my friend, my older roommate, who's a mortician, and my good friend, Mike Brown, who writes for Slug Magazine in Salt Lake City. And, like, by the end of the show, they had to convince me that they weren't trying to steal my podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, it's mine. You guys just started talking by yourselves without me. And I'm like, oh, my God, how embarrassing. Mom, well, you have to lose your shit every once in a while just to remain interesting. You know, you can't right. be pulled together 100% of the time. That's boring. Right. And when my daughter's away, the mom will slay. <laughs> Actually, I showed you, I took a bath tonight and I like, haven't done this in so long without her like crying to get in or taking a shower or crying to want to be in the shower or anything like we take fast and like I take a shower and she screams the whole time but like I like candles I got a bath bomb there was some bubble bath and like Erica Badu all up in there and I like all that's missing is a is a BBD that's all that's missing Mm-hmm. I took care of my buckwheat in a headlock down there, and it was like amazing. Like <laughs> it had been so long, it had been so long. Like no one's gonna see it, but I know it's there. <laughs> you don't never know when they gonna see it. You know what? If you if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you about to be the only one ready. I'm leaving my I'm leaving my shit down there. I cannot shave. I, I have to get waxed. And uh, per our previous conversation about my having COVID, I'm not going in there to get this coochie wax. Like, if anybody's no. trying to get a meal or a good old ride, oh my God. I mean, it's not going to be like the Amazon jungle down there. Like, I'll take some scissors and I'll knock it down so maybe it'll look like, like Central Park. And, and- <laughs> So I got I got two stories for you. One, I went to school for aesthetics, which means waxing, and I just went for my basic waxing and my basic degree. Like, and when you learned your basics at that time of year, they changed the law since then. Like, you do a week of facials, you do a week of waxing, and then you do a week of manning and petties and. It was my week of waxing, and my first person I had to wax by myself with no help 
was this woman who had had like seven kids and she came there to get her kuka waxed and we had to use like a tongue depressor like a uh a, a wooden stick thing like craft stick kind of but they use it in hospitals to push down your tongue to pull pull her folds over so I can get in there and like give her a Brazilian and it was so hard for me not to like gag or laugh or like whatever it was like the most traumatizing experience and then a week later they're like okay you guys who are just going for your basic license you don't have to wax kookas anymore and I'm like really I just went through all that experience for nothing and then you know, I let you take the long way to explain that, but I actually was in beauty school the last time I was there in Salt Lake City. I was in Cameo, and I let you Cameo, search for all yeah. of those words. It's hot. It was. I was like, do I really have to be in there alone? And I was professional, of course, but like, I had a date over one time, and I heard that. Courtney Kardashian had waxed her own kooka before, so I was like, hey, why don't you hang out here for a minute, and I'll be right back. So I went in the bathroom, and I uh-uh. tried to wax my own kooka, uh-uh. and it took me, like, two hours, and he, uh-uh. was, he was luckily just playing Tetris on my couch, and I came back, and, like, uh, it didn't work out, but the next day I went to work and like my legs were stuck to my jeans and I couldn't ah! walk <laughs> I tried it, it failed, but I can wax anyone else. I just can't walk wax my own kookas for the moment. The moment you said that, I already knew better. I knew better. Listen, I dropped right out of beauty school before I had to wax anybody's kookas. Uh, waxing their fucking uh, the nose up in the nose and the ears that was uh-huh. enough for me. Oh, but um, really, I love getting the my two nose weeks waxed. of pedicures. Two weeks of pedicures. I got the fuck out of there. My ass is way too large for those little rolling stools. Okay, my oh, ass yeah. is too big. Mm-hmm. I needed like two rolling stools put together, but of course it's like. Uh, that's not like compliant with safety rules. I was like, bitch, my back hurt. And the moment somebody put a foot up there with one of those toes that looks like it's infected, like the ones uh, that they showed you in the textbook. No. Bitch, I was finishing. Like, I was finished. I was finished. I was done. And I just went to do it. I completed the program, but I never got the licensing. Um, I remember one time this mom brought her twin year old like sons. They were like nine or so. And I had had a date the night before and it was with a doctor. And we were like going out so hard. I fell off the bed and hit my eye straight on the nightstand and got a black eye. That's that good shit. That sounds like that good shit. Okay. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm giving this little boy a pedicure and his mom's like, well, I'm like, how'd you get your black guy? And he's like, I did it from fireworks. And his mom's like, well, how'd you get yours? I'm like, I fell off my bed into my nightstand. I like to call it my one nightstand because that's what it was. No. <laughs> and I was like so out of it for like a couple days because I had a really bad concussion. I went to work 
and um like someone had already covered my shift and they're like Ashley I just picked up your shift like three hours ago why are you here I'm like I don't know man I'd like have the worst concussion but like I was supposed to go out on a date like a couple days later and I'm like I can't go out on a date with a black eye and Brooke was like Ashley that's racist I said not black guy I said black eye like girl this is Utah I'm not trying to be racist but my eye is pitch black like it was so funny we did makeup class and everyone in my class like replicated the black eye I had in esthetician school it was like no they did not it was no they did not all your classmates are some assholes. They replicated the black eye. In honor of me, I wasn't even in school that day. Oh my god. Oh my god, I have this story. There was this like and this is like it's it's real like her and I became friends after this story and I took her under my wing. But like sometimes ignorance and unknowledge it was my friend Charlotte. Hi! She owes me the end of a story. I don't know. We just lost each other, but this is segment two of being cha 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 on Smash Lake City. Um, okay, so I went to esthetician school, and of course I was older than my fellow classmates, but I made a couple of really good friends. And there was this girl in our class named Kate. Should I say her name or just like make one up? We'll no, her. let's say her name. She might listen, but we don't care. Let's say it. Let's say it. Let's Kayla. Kayla. And she was kind of whiskey tango. She her trailer park for a ride home a couple times, but then her and I became friends. And um, before that, and I've talked to her about this since, um, she kept talking about, she was like maybe 18. She kept talking about like her 36 year old boyfriend and they lived in a trailer and whatever and like like I was kind of like grossed out at first just like this girl poor thing like god help her but during wax week she lifted up some skin above my brow and I'm like alright don't care don't want you like you fucked up my brow you fucked up with my face like seriously I was mad at her. But, um, Ew, she took day, some of your skin Is that what she, you said? She tried to wax my eyebrows and she lifted my skin. Like, I still have, when I get, like, sun touching my eyebrow, it shows exactly where she lifted all my skin off. Oh, hell no. Right. Anyway, so this is the funniest thing. Me and Charlotte were sitting in class and her computer was attached to like a Wi-Fi and Kayla's <laughs> computer pictures downloaded on Charlotte's computer and on my phone. And it was like pictures of her and her boyfriend boning in their trailer and like he had tube socks on and they were in all these weird crazy positions and we're in the middle of class and she's sitting right there and it was so fucking hard not to just laugh our asses off and she's like showing me and I'm like oh we need to go to another room like most strike curious poses type weirdest sex and he had his socks on 
the whole time. The fucking socks. Oh my god. I'm and guilty you know of that for the last two times I had sex. I'm guilty. Her? It was so hard not to bring it to her attention and be like, honey, everyone in school who has Bluetooth can see this right now. But then I was like, girl, you fucking my eyebrows. You deserve it. Sorry. I mean, it's possible that she knew it. She just like being like, she was a total airhead. Wow. Wow. She had no idea. She- did anybody ever tell her that we were all I looking did at the- eventually like I I took her under my wing and took her to my house a couple times so we could study for tests and stuff and I'm like this and that you might want to turn your bluetooth off and she's like thank you Ash so much and she bought me like a unicorn like I made peace with it with her because I'm not the type of girl to just be like <laughs> the whole time but me and Charlotte got a really good fucking laugh out of that. And I'll never forget when those streamed onto her computer. She's like, Ashley, get over here. Because I was the only one she trusted to see that. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I say just damn laugh out loud and take the, the whatever the sentence is that you get from the teacher. Like, should the teacher say, hey, what is it that's so funny? Then that's when you share with the teacher with the tube socks and the sex and the trailer park and whatnot. You just share it. Right. I mean, it's something for everyone to enjoy. And if she doesn't know how to work her own computer, it's kind of her fault, right? Girl, look, I would say right, but you know, I'm just that damn type of person. Like, I'm like, oh my goodness. And let me let you know, I had sex. The last two times I've had sex, I kept my socks on. Okay, it's you for the same reason as that wax. I'm not going into nobody's uh, pedicure salon. Um, you know, post COVID, like you only want you you only have to catch that shit once to know that you don't want it twice. Right. So there I am, uh, both times, socks on. Like I know, wondering Did what you have fuck. a face mask on during the sex? Yeah. <laughs> I was tempted. I was tempted. Um, but I did not. However, if I should have turned up with COVID and they had it, I was going to wait until they were well and then I was going to go spit on their doorknobs and the car door handles. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They will be reinfected. <laughs> Listen, it's a sabotage. <laughs> You get what you give. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, yeah. I'm out here having sex with the socks on. Um, as far as your waxing story about the lady um, and, and you're, you're being in that kind of predicament where you got to take those uh, the, those tongue depressors and spread the girl. So, my first wax ever. My first wax ever. My last uh, roommate in college was just like... <laughs> Always telling me, she's like, you got to go get your coochie wet. She's like, it's magical. It's magical. So for a whole year, this woman hounded me. And I was like, fine. I'm going over like here. for you to get your own coochie wax? Because I have yeah, a story I'm about like, the first time I got my coochie, coochie wax. girl. We were workout buddies. Mm-hmm. 
So um, every workout session, like after afterwards at the shower, she's like, you still in wax your coochie? And I'm like, how are you still looking at my coochie to check? Like, I'm just uncomfortable with my body forever. So I'm strolling around half naked all the damn time. I'm half naked right now. Uh, <laughs> confession. So am I. Well, you know, I thought that um, that you had a, a webcast going and that people were going to be able to see me. So I put on a shirt, a pair of earrings, and then I brushed my hair up into a Elvis Presley-like front, except it's bright red. Okay. Only to find out this is... <laughs> To what? Like what? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no! But you just know that I made the effort for my baby Ashley. I made the effort, okay? I love Anywho, it. I go back there. Uh, I've scheduled myself for a wax and a massage. Now, somebody should have told me, okay? One of the professionals should have said, Go in and do your waxing first and then come have your massage because you might need to relax after somebody snatched the, the hairs out by the roots right off your coochie. Right, but if they did a good job, it wouldn't like hurt that bad. Since I'm telling this story, I hope you already know they did a horrible fucking job. Okay, horrible job. Yeah. Got my massage, went back there to the waxing room. Girl comes in, introduces herself. She's staring for a minute. And I'm just, and I'm like, okay, I guess it's like a, a evaluation. Or something. I'm comfortable with my body. I'm not bothered by her looking. You know, I'm thinking, hey, she's just thinking, okay, what tools do I use? Whatever. Um, I shit you not, this lady pulls out a um a pair of electric trimmers. And she just started what? <laughs> what? And so uh -uh. basically, she putting the fucking vibrator onto. Basically, um. So. <laughs> what? So oh my god! You think about doing your best not to laugh. Think about doing your best not to come. So I'm like, what the fuck? Nobody told me this was <laughs> Mind you, this wow. is my first time. I didn't know that this was unusual. So, so my first time, okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was about to say, so I endure this damn uh, stimulation of the damn vibrator slash clippers. So she finally gets down to the liver. Okay. Uh, had the waxing went well, I would have thought I had like paid for a happy ending and shit like that. But <laughs> she finally starts and down there she's at it. Now there's this is like thirty minutes in, and I'm like, I don't think it's supposed to take this long. So I start yeah. saying something, and it is like long story short, they sent this bitch back in. In Salt Lake City, Utah, who has a fucking or at the time was less than 1% black, they sent a girl who it was her first fucking wet client. She used the wrong type of wet. She got a spatula stuck in her fucking wet. Oh, my God. 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 O
in my pussy hair. No. So, she kicked it out. When she started pulling it, I'm like, this feels painful. You need to go get somebody else because I don't think this is the way it's supposed to go. So she looks mortified, okay? Because, of course, you're black and fall like city, so you must be uh, violent or something. She doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. She had no fucking idea. So she goes and gets one lady. The second lady is like, she's looking at it. She's like, uh, 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 my black ass pussy. Because I'm not finna keep laying up here like this. Oh, they go get the rookie for sure. They go get the and she comes well, in. She throws the the new girl a look like, "What the fuck was you thinking?" And oh uh, fuck! <laughs> the owner is like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." She's like, "Are you shy? There's somebody else we need to call in." Which is like a sitcom. So at this point, there's four people in there looking at my pussy. And they need to bring oh in my seat. god! I was, like, I was like, no, I'm not shy. I don't give a fuck if you have to go get one more person. If you have to go get all the people that live on this block, all the people that's at your home, and all the people that's at my home, and bring them in here. This needs to come on, come on, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So five people here. They come up with a plan. They're like, we have to the wooden spatula out. We just have to. They're like, we've never seen anything like it before. Exactly. Fuck. Like, are you serious? Right. <laughs> Ashley, they had to come cut the shit out. It was painful as fuck. And of course, no. at this point, I'm swollen. Uh, parts of the skin have been ripped, just like your damn uh, the girl with your eyebrows. All right, so the skin has been ripped. The lady oh, when I waxed just- my own, I ripped the skin so hard, like my shit swelled up. Uh, it's swollen. Don't. Oh yeah, and it bruised up too. Oh, I was like, "What the fuck?" So then to add insult to injury, they're like, "This will help," and they drown it in all of this damn oil. Mind you, I'm wearing thirty dollars. So I have a fucked up like a fucked up pussy area. I got a <laughs> So do I. And uh and now these beautiful underwear have been ruined. Now I went out there and oh, I was like, listen, I hope no. nobody's expecting me to pay for a motherfucking thing. Um, because I'm not. The manager apologizes, and will you do you know what she tells me next? Please, here is a coupon for you to come back for your next wax, and it'll be fifty percent off. Oh yeah, see you tomorrow. Fuck that. Exactly. Yeah. So, Seriously. Anything in my face? Look at my eyes. Is there anything in there? That has you to believe that I would ever come the fuck back here for the duration of my entire life. I was that like, is even so Well, that's just how they keep them coming, you know. I'm like, I'm letting the funeral home know to not even bring me back here after I'm dead. Like, I don't want to come here dead or alive. 
I know, like that is so fucked up. So the first time I even, before I even thought about going to esthetician school, um, my friend was like maybe 15 years older than me and like one of my best friends, Jen. I don't know if you remember her or not, but um, she's like, oh, I go to, I go to this lady who is in Elle magazine and she's like the best ever. Like you have to go get, um, go get waxed by her. Oh, and she. Like, okay, so <laughs> it was off Thirty Third South, and like, <sighs> hello, machine, like the nose thing with the little canister behind you, and she's old, and she's smoking, and she's like, "Come sit on my table," and I'm like, "What?" And Trajan, Trajan was with me at the time. So he's like, can I please video this? And I'm like, yeah, I would like. You actually did it? I did it. Uh, and she was wheezing <laughs> and like oh. coughing. And, it oh. hurt. and I grew everything no. out thinking that it would be beneficial. But I like will never forgive myself for that. And I was just like. It was horrific, but I heard she was the best in the West. So, like, what would I like? Well, bitch, if that's the best, uh, uh, if that's the best, my pussy will forever be the Amazon chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Wheezing and on the oxygen machine. <laughs> you know what? My nickname for my kooka is Wheezy. <laughs> Wheezy. Uh, it's a long story. <laughs> Me and Brooke and our friend Brian were driving home from Vegas and Brooke got some and I didn't. And I'm like, my kook over here is just wheezing. It's like, <gasps> let's get back to Salt Lake already. I'm sick of riding in this car. And she's like, I didn't do blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, my vagina's wheezing right now. And then my friend Brian's like, okay, wheezy. And ever since then, it just stuck. <laughs> <laughs> of all the names for your JJ to have, I love it, um, wheezy. Probably wouldn't be what I would get. My daughter's nickname is Tootie. And I hope she carries it on until she's old because she'll be Grandma Tootie. <laughs> <laughs> That will be cute. That will be cute. Let me ask you. You have to meet her. She's like fucking nuts. And it's been nice. I mean, it hasn't been nice. I miss her, but it's been like relaxing. Like, this is the first time in a long time that I've actually maintained my house clean since she's been with Satan. And I'm like, I can take a bath on myself. <laughs> I showed you the picture. I can yeah. handle my oh, air vacuum. I can buzz lightyear was buzzing around, and I'm like, I might masturbate right now. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have to rub one out. You just have to rub one out. You know, um, but it's I good for you. Because either I have a dog, or a kid, or my kid and my dog. Staring at me the whole time. I um, get in the shower. And the dog loses no. it because she can't be in the shower with me. Ah. Ooh. Um. Well. Um. As far as my 
y'all. I put his ass this just occurred to me. Tonight, I just um, walked in the bathroom. It. I'm like, listen, it's my time. I need some me time. You know? Um, I put my dog in his crate. I went and put him in the bathroom. I turned the vent on. I closed and locked the door. Okay, because today this fine man slid into my DM and he's like a reality and he's here. He's here, man. And I was like, after he said all these filthy, filthy things. Are you mad First, this asshole put the nasty. You know what? It's very possible. Okay, and it's very, very. I heard you were trying to help him out before you got on. Lying with oh, me. Oh no, no, no! This is a totally different guy. This, this is a okay. Different so guy. tell me about this guy. Oh, um, he is one of my fraternity brothers. I never met him though. What fraternity? Fraternity. Uh, five eight Sigma. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What university? So, uh, Georgia Southern University. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also referred to around here as the real GSU because Georgia State University also once called themselves GSU, um, but they can suck a fat. Copycats. Um, I used to live in right. Columbia for a real long time when I was growing up. South Carolina. Uh-huh. Girl, we talking about some good food. South mm. Kakalaki. So I was it's beautiful I, there. Was it you? I I had another interview right before you just because I got bored and he loves to chat. Um, my friend Emily, I haven't seen her since we were 15. So it was about like 23 years ago. But she calls me every week and we talk and it's awesome. But every she lives in South Carolina and every time we talk, she's like completely fucking hammered. Like, <laughs> she'll be at eight in the morning and just be like this and like take a swallow of her bottle and be like, Ashley, I just remember you love butterflies and. I just like got a new boyfriend, but meaner I, you know, and I'm like, oh my god, it's so good to hear from you. And she's like, my phone's about to die, and God bless her soul. But like, I always like kind of get a little bit excited when her phone's gonna die. Oh no! <laughs> I love you too. You need to get your life together. Bye. <laughs> She'll never listen to this, but yeah. It's been years and years since I've been drunk in the morning. You know, they have those damn mimosa brunches. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, you need a cab to go home. Right. But her, <laughs> oh, but her dude, whole day is a mimosa. Her life. Uh, no, nah, I'm. I'm better give me stomach ache. Mm-mm. Hell no. Yeah. I can't sip that shit. And like, I feel like being, especially being a mom and advancing into the next realm of adulthood, like, there are some things you just can't do every day anymore. Yeah, being drunk off your ass is one of them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, you can do it on days 
when the kid's away, but it's not going to make you compelled to make her lunch for the next day or give a fuck about going to work the next day. Like, priorities, you know? Yeah, I could see how that would be problematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, I threw a dog over there in the bathroom, okay, because um, that fine man dropped into my DM. Um, first of all, in his stories, he had a picture of a lady, a pregnant lady with her legs up in stirrups. What? When I paused to read the caption, it said, if you're reading this, you're going to be pregnant by the end of the year. Uh-uh. So I, I sent him a message and I was like, a lie doesn't care who tells it. I know you fucking lying. You lying. Wait, okay. but this is something you're not like, I'm just the messenger. Right? I'm just the messenger. I was like, well, your meme said this so matter-of-factly. It sounds like you already know what's going to happen to me. So you're not just the messenger. He said, well, I'm not the daddy. I said, well, listen. I see what's going on here. I've uncovered your plan. For you to be so certain that I'm going to be pregnant by the end of the year, the only way you can be that certain is if you are the daddy. And this is reverse psychology. You know, you and you wanted me said, to know the you picture. Said, and you I wanted just... me to say something to you. So you can say something to me. And then you can seduce me. And then I'll start a little argument. And then you'll come over. And then you're getting this WAP. You'll get up in this wop, wop, wop. And then boom, I'm pregnant. I was like, I see what's going on here. <laughs> you should have said, I only so, had um, it. You said, I only had it. <laughs> long story short. What? Um, hopefully not too short though. Yeah, this weekend I may or may not be impregnated. Um, if you do, we'll I throw see. really good baby showers and you'll be spoiled. I'm taking all bets. So anybody who wants to have a bet, um You should have told I must reach out to this young man. Tasha, you should to have see told him like, home. You should have said I went, I've already got three pregnancy tests in the bathroom. No. And um we'll see Are what happens excited? in about Are you like excited you might get pregnant? There's silence. Are you excited you might get knocked up? Hello. Where'd you go? Here, okay, here I am. You going again? Would you be excited if you were pregnant? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I believe that um, if I were meant to have children, that's the only way that I would be pregnant. Okay, because I have gotten along for four decades without being impregnated. So if I turn up impregnated, I'm going to be excited because I know that that little baby is supposed to be in there. And you're going to be excited because Daisy will have a cousin. Yes. And after I'm no longer terrified as fuck of catching COVID again, you know, every year or two, I used to love to fly back out to Salt Lake and hang out. Oh my god, I would die if you came out here. I would love, I'd make you stay at my house. Well, if you died, then you'd better come back to life, though. For I would get resuscitated like, oh. back to life if you came to Salt Lake. And I'd make you stay here. 
And I'd hope it'd be around Easter because the entire room you would be staying in would be covered in new peeps. Oh, by the way, (laughs) hey, listeners, Cha-Cha-Cha loves the variety of peeps in the world. It's kind of like all of our peeps in the world. They're different, they're unique, they're tasty, or sometimes they're disgusting. So if you can conjure up a peep flavor that you think Chacha might enjoy, just hit me up at smashlakecity at gmail.com and let's make her magic happen, please. Yes, God. Yes, but God. I need to let all y'all know whoever is their peeps, they mama is a I think it we fell in love right. when I was watching your videos about your peep endeavor. And I was at the grocery store with Daisy and we saw all these peeps. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to be selfless, Daisy. Easter bunnies in quarantine. So mama's going to get Auntie Cha-Cha some peeps. Just because the Easter bunny's not around. And she wasn't even one. She didn't even know the difference. So... We sent you that care package, and I just love the way you responded to it. I'm like, what? Yay! But you have to tell me the pudding ones were the best, right? Oh, if I could marry chocolate pudding peeps, I would already be Mrs. Peeps. You okay. already knocked up with a peep. Yeah, I would be having a little cha-cha bunny. They, those were my, I like, I bought like a couple extra packs for myself just so I could like tell you the best ones, but the chocolate pudding peeps were like the best. I, I tell you, I would marry them. And I'm so glad you sent that package because I was legitimately going through a horrible depression. I'm bipolar. I don't know if I told you that before. No, but I, my it's a goal of mine was to do it so for you every out. year because I think you get different peep distribution than I do here, right? Yes. So, yes. So don't worry about it. You're covered. <laughs> that brings joy to my heart. Like I'm already looking forward to it. <laughs> it's like the simplest joy ever. Um. <laughs> Did you see Baby Daisy's Halloween costume? I didn't. I haven't been spending much time on the internet, which is crazy because I'm usually obsessed with it. So do you know when there was the Met Gala? The last Met Gala, Kim Kardashian was dressed like she just walked out of the ocean or whatever? Yes. But then, like a decade back, Bjork dressed up in the swan dress. Do I do that? remember that. You do? Yeah. My friend made Baby Daisy a Bjork baby Bjork swan dress. No, she didn't. Okay, I'm going to send it to you right now. You need to look at it. It's like, and I didn't have her for Halloween. So, like, this is just us. Like, I wanted to do her hair in a bunch of buns and make her more Bjorky, but, like, just putting it on her was the most... Me and Brighton were sitting in my living room, and 
Daisy had her hair in all these crazy buns, and she had a pair of pants on, but she had pants onesies on that weren't, like, buttoned up, and then she had a hoodie on that was past her shoulders, and I'm like, oh my god, she looks just like Bjork. And they're like, she needs to be baby Bjork for Halloween. And my friend made it happen, and I will send you, I sent you the pictures right now. I want to hear what you have to say about it. And then I showed you the Met Gala picture. But, um, she, like, (laughs) everyone who knew who Bjork was, everyone who knew who Bjork was were like, oh, I love it. That was life changing. Like, my life has been changed. That was fucking life changing. Isn't that, like, the best ever? That just made my entire weekend. I will get a picture framed for you. So now I think, like, throughout the years, Daisy can be whatever she wants, but I'm going to dress her up as one icon of music every year. So I'm thinking next year, she has, like, really curly hair, so I'm going to slick the sides and have the curl, like, the jerry curl on top and spray it black. And give her a mini mustache and put her in a purple velour suit, and guess who she'll be? Do you give up? Hello? <laughs> Are you there? I'm gonna dress her up as Prince. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I'm gonna make she her. She's gonna be the divine purple one. I already know, honey. Uh-uh. She ain't gonna have to watch Dynasty to have an attitude. That is Prince Rogers Nelson. Daisy Dusk Raven Rudman has more attitude than any other person. She mean mugs everyone in school until she gets to know them. And I'm like, Daisy, where are your manners? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> It's like the prince and the queen and the king of shame. He is. So like yes. next year, next year for Halloween, she's gonna be prince and she's gonna be the cutest prince. But she can be like whatever fucking cocoa melon or like what whatever they have going on right now, Bob the Builder shit. I don't know. I mean, I <laughs> preschoolers, but I still have no idea. <laughs> I'm well, as long as about either Tina Turner or Joan Jett, let's do Joan Jett. Put that on that five-year plan. I can make like a cardboard jukebox. Put another gun in the jukebox, baby. I love rock and roll. That's a good idea. That's, That's my idea. shit. That is my shit. Yeah. You just have to put that on the five-year list somewhere. I mean, of course, I'm looking forward to Prince, but I need to see Joan Jett. First. Joan Jett first. Okay. Mm. I can do that. I can do that. But every year, like, she can pick out her retarded, bad kid children costume but I'm yeah, like the going to dress her up as a rock legend like one year she's going to be Courtney Love 
and oh, another year she's gonna be Tina Turner. And I'm look, I'm painting a coloring book right now of Nicki Minaj. So one year she's gonna be Nicki. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's so many things to choose from. Well, but I'm fucking. She's excited. gonna hate it, but I'm excited. gonna love it. Well, you know who else is gonna love it? My ass, and I'm gonna be ready for it, and I'm gonna be excited. You gotta be excited. That's two holidays that you have me looking forward to each Easter year. Easter and Halloween. <laughs> right, right. That's two holidays that every year I'm gonna be looking forward to it. Oh my god, I want you to come visit. I want me to come visit too. You can come stay with me. I'm not to live my life afraid. But y'all, when I tell you COVID got up in my ass, okay? I hear that. But if you can't visit, I would still love to touch base more frequently. Well, I would like that too. Of course I would. Like what kind of man would I be to not like that? Like I like that, yeah. What kind of peep would you be if you didn't touch base with me? I'm just saying. Um, I'm glad that we found each other again. Um, I know, like the last time we've seen each other was literally like I want to say 15. I want to say no, I actually want to say like 25 to I'm 37, like maybe 10 years ago. Because I was about to say, girl, you cannot say 15 because <laughs> I lived in Salt Lake City from 2009 to 2011. And then I was there for a short time from, um, for 2014 to like the beginning of 2015. But in person, I've probably only hung out with you two times. What is that right? Yep, that one that can't be right. House, that one time at Libby's house, and then maybe you came to me in Brooks' house once. No, and it has to be another time because we hung out too on Halloween. Yeah, that was at me and Brooks' house. So that was the second time you're talking about. We've hung out probably two times in our life. <laughs> but we're friends forever. Like we I was telling you about my friend that I haven't seen in 15 years, just like you. <laughs> okay. So, well, but, I mean, like, she's a waste case, but we can actually make shit happen. I'd even come down to Hotlanta. Oh, my fucking goodness. Would you, would you show be- me around? <laughs> See, do you see how excited I got to see the thought? Yeah, bring your ass right over here to the peach yeah. state. I love it. Like matching fucking masks. And we can just go out around this motherfucker. We can go around around motherfucker. And we can do tourist And well, we don't even have to. Like, I want to know where, because Hotlanta is where, like, most of the newer. R&B rap music is being made, right? Or am I wrong? 
Well, you know what? I would say 90s, early 2000s, like that That would definitely mean that most of the R&B and rap is coming straight out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to take a stab at it and say about half. There are a lot of Atlanta artists out here showing up. Um, my ass is getting too the fuck old to keep up with all of them. <laughs> well, I but at least hey. rap at 2001 but I also got an original of 2001 The Chronic for $200 trading in my friend who left me all of her DVDs to Grey Whale and I got like the album for free ah, free is for me that's like a okay. score. I had to like check every CD and make sure there was no scratches and it didn't smell like camel menthol lights, but it was fucking awesome. So, <laughs> not very many people understand the glory of having one of the first editions of 2001 The Chronic, and I'm very proud. And that's like the last time I considered rap like rap. Exactly. Now you hear people and they're like, "Hey, me loin, me she did me gone." Like they don't even. It's called mumble. It's called mumble rap. Like I was calling that that mumble rap. It really is. Like I was calling it that shit before that term hit the internet because I was like, "What the fuck are these guys saying?" It sounds like they got a mouthful of fucking rocks and pebbles and shit, and they chewing on them. And next thing I know, like, mumble rap is like an actual term now. No. It's actual (laughs) And that's a white girl from Utah. But I was I was born in the 80s, but I was made in the 90s. And that's where, like, rap really became predominant. Tupac, Dr. Dre, Snoop, like, everybody. But, like, this new crybaby don't make sense stuff is just like perplexing and I'm not trying to be unbiased I'm just trying to be like real like I remember lyrics exactly I I feel like I'm so old because I'm in a car and something with like my nieces and nephews you know they're all like 21 and the shit comes on and I'm like what the fuck Good. Rap used to have lyrics. If you didn't have no lyrics, if you didn't have verses, you had to go sit down somewhere. And so when I right. say that, I totally sound like my mom and dad. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting old. You know, but you know, you know that white rappers are very scarce. And I would implore you, I would actually recommend to you have you seen the little peep documentary the little who it's called little peep little peep no i ain't seen little peep documentary you need to see it it's on netflix it's called everybody's everything and like he was a a wigger rapper and he like he like followed his dreams so hard 
that it turned into him modeling for Fashion Week. And he was never mainstream, like, on the radio or had a music okay. video. Okay, because I was supposed to never heard of him. But he was so fucking underground that he sold out Berlin. He sold out 3,000 people in Russia. Like, he was a mecca of a human. And he didn't get to join the 27 Club where everyone at 27 died. He died at 21. And it was so sad. But it's narrated by his grandpa who wrote him off the letters. It's like the best documentary. Girl, I told you I got about post. You had me over here crying at this TV. I'm going to tell your house if I'm over here crying and shit. Who is? I said, I said, I told you I'm sensitive. I said, if I turn that shit on and I'm over here crying and bawling my eyes out, I'm going to call me. Call me because it's so good. <laughs> but you know what though? Everybody's everything. Right now, they are. Um, there's that damn Macklemore. Um, no. What? Like, I'm we just trying to tell you, Macklemore. Like, who the fuck? <laughs> Iggy Azalea's ass is still out there. Uh, I can't recall his name right at the moment, but his his. The last rap song of his I heard was called Self Care. And he was basically telling you to tell everybody else to go fuck themselves. Whatever happened to that cute little boy that says, Riding on a horse. And I have a horse. He's still out here. He's still out here making, making He's music out there. He's still out here. He lives out there. Yeah. Ain't no, I said, no, I said he's still out there in the universe making music. I adore him. Like uh, he's my Polly Shore of people. I already met Polly Shore, and he was so mean to me. Like my goal is to retaliate against him, and I really, yeah. Do you know that? Did I tell you the story? Who the fuck is he to be mean to you? you Who the fuck is Polly Shore to be mean to anybody? Wait a minute. You didn't know the story about me and Polly Shore? No, he should just be happy that some of the fuck body still knows who he is and he's slightly relevant. Can I get a witness? Okay, girl. Well, okay. Um, I have been a fan of Polly Shore since I was pre-pubescent. And I love Son in Law. I love Biodome. I loved everything. And my you do you remember Bobby Joe? Who? Bobby Jeff from Squatters. Absolutely not. Okay, that's okay. She's still a really good friend. She's my daughter's fairy godmother, and she's such a she made the Bjork dress. Anyway, um we love Bobby Joe. We love her. And um, so she bought the tickets for me to see Polly Shore on Valentine's Day, like not even two weeks after I had Daisy, just because she knew how much I loved Polly Shore growing up. And um, so I was so excited. And um, he did his comedic routine, and it was kind of like, okay, he's like riding off the coattails of son-in-law and just like quoting all this stupid shit and whatever. So like, I was the first person in line to get a picture of me and Polly alone. 
And he was like, no, 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 no. Groups only. So he made Jasmine. Hi. Hola. Bro, I don't know what's going on. I had to totally restart my whole entire phone. Oh, um, no. Yeah, to use the link this time. It just kept freezing up on me. I thought you were pooping. <laughs> no, nah, I handled that before we hopped on the call. And I'm I like, I'll oh, forgive her for this one. It's okay. Girl. Happens, you know? The internet. Um, let me finish Polly Shore and then I'll let you go because I know it's late there. What time is it in Hotlanta? Shit. Um... Oh, it's, it's almost one thirty in the AM. It's shit time. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Shit I want to make it public on air that you and I, it doesn't have to be on the podcast, at least get to touch base once a month. Yeah, I can commit to that. That's something great to commit to. Can you like pinky swear over the phone, but how will I know you're doing it? because we are simpatico you know we're we, hey we are mind melded you said we were um interacting via esp how could you not know that i, I have think if i were african-american and you were white you would be the same human exactly right don't you feel that way kind of yes yes i do i don't want to make you feel any way you don't want to but i think like we haven't I mean, seen each other in at least 12 years and I brought back the connection through the peeps yeah, and like did. ever since then we've just been two G's in a pod <laughs> two G's in a pod <laughs> <laughs> okay so Polly Shore I met him oh, yeah. he made he made um, Val get in what you were just at the point where you said it could he wanted groups only and he yeah, made and like dad. you know you know he's been in like son-in-law and he, uh Encino Man and Biodom mm-hmm. retarded fucking mindless boner beavis and butthead films of the nineties, but I still was adoring fan. Bless your heart. So I went home <laughs> and I thought about it really hard and I'm like, hey, like, because the time before he toured through town, he like messaged me and said, hey, I'm like, hey, want to meet me for a drink? I'm like, uh, I'm but thanks. I'll see you next show, Polly. And then it was three years later, I was married, and I had just had a baby. Daisy was two weeks old, and my friend's like, I'm going to get you out of the house. And Bobby Joe and Jasmine took me to Wise Guys to see Polly Shore, and his fucking routine was all about... So his mom owned... His dad and mom owned the comedy store in L.A., and that's a huge venue where a lot of comedians get up and coming like that's the mecca of comedians in LA like if you get to the comedy store and can perform like that's amazing and so basically Polly Shore rides on the tailcoats of that because have you ever heard of Joe Rogan of course uh, fear factor well yeah Joe Rogan has 
a portrait of Mitzi Shore, like, raised up as a flag in his studio because he's given her homage because she was such a great, like, leader for the comedy scene. But Polly is just, a, if you ever follow him on Instagram, he's, like, oh, no. being on his bed and acting like a retard and being a total fucking douche. Like, a douche you would think since yeah. his only good movies were Son-in-Law and Biodome and whatever, that he would be more appreciative towards his fans. And I had been his fan since I was at least 11 years old. I was the first one in line. He's like, I need a group. I need a group. I need a group. Your he wouldn't even touch us. I'll show you the picture. He wouldn't even touch us. He just like stood back. And so I went home and I brewed up a storm and I'm like... Polly, hi. My name is Ashley, and um, you asked me out for drinks last time I saw you, but now I since had a baby. This is the first time I've been out since I've had my daughter. Not only as a new mother, it worries me, but after seeing your show and interacting with you, I've never been more insulted in all my life like I used to advocate for you when people gave me shit for liking you and appreciating you and having you as one of my idols and I'm like you need to remember that like you're only famous for two movies of your life not your family's legacy and you really hurt my feelings Polly and how dare you and even Bobby Joe after that was like will you send me the letter you sent to Polly Shore and I'm like yeah so anyway Polly Shore rebuttaled and he's like hey I am like so sorry I'm sorry that that happened and I know I can't make that experience special for everyone I'm like well you could have made it special for me if you would have let me get a word in if you were a like, dick it was a blizzard and I left my baby in Draper and drove to Salt Lake uh. like fuck that and I was like how dare you like seriously and I was so mad at him and like now it's my personal vendetta to get him on my show, my cast, so I can be like blasting his ass. <laughs> well, I don't know who would sign on to get smashed by Smashly, but um, should he ask Mike like Brown? Ask Mike Brown. One time I was sitting outside of the bar and I was talking to a friend of mine who was in the same wedding as I was in, but, like, she and I were the only two single people in Utah, so before I even asked the guy out, she had already fucked him, they dated and broke up and whatever, and I'm like, that was, like, that's not something I'm about to do, you know? And so, like, she's tried to talk shit to me about that, and I'm like, I don't, you don't remember Mike Brown, he wrote for Slug Magazine, but I'm like, he was sitting right there and I'm like listen here I don't even get a chance today because you fuck everyone before I get a chance to ask them out and sloppy seconds is not my fucking style and I just like went off on her and Mike Brown's jaw like dropped he's like staring at me he's like I never want to get on your bad side girl and I'm like well you know what she needed to get checked like 
if we're going to be friends and have the same best friend, like, I needed to tell her which way the sun shined. But now she's been in a monogamous relationship, and I'm happy for her. And I don't want to date, but, like, yeah. Don't fuck with me. <laughs> I will make a note to myself not to fuck with you. Period. I don't think you ever would, because I adore you. Like, I, we have a good, we have a genuine friendship. Her and I was just, like, a friendship of... Uh, we're both in a person's wedding. It's convenience kind of thing. And she might be on my podcast in the future, but we won't talk about that because she'll never listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, yeah. So in conclusion, fuck Polly Shore because it's always been fuck Polly Shore for me because I do not find really? him. No, it's not. It's not. Fuck Polly Shore. It's like, let's get Polly Shore on the program so I can like drill him. Let's get him on the program because fuck Polly Shore. It's yeah, and well, I'll get him on the program and you can be the one to say fuck Polly Shore, but I'm gonna get him on the program and be like, why do you think your catchphrases from the early 90s still work for mankind? Why do you think it's good for you to diss your longtime fans and treat them like shit when they are making your money right now? I think those are totally bad. I just had a baby in a blizzard to come see you. I've never been more disappointed in my life. Do not get me started, Polly Shore. Yeah, if I just had a baby, I know for certain I wouldn't drive in a blizzard to see Polly Shore. Like, even if I never had a baby and I was sitting at home alone on a Friday night. Well, Jasmine drove because Bobby Joe bought the tickets and they wanted me to get away from John just for like an evening. Like, just get the fuck out of your psycho husband's place and I had my cousin Erin come over because she has four boys and one girl under the age of 10 Uh and she's like I would love to just come snuggle your baby girl and I'm like will you come watch her and she's the only person I trusted and she's like yeah so I had the best babysitter. I went out with my girlfriends and Polly Shore like fucking diarrhea himself to death. And I was just like, I had to say something because Bobby Joe would have not bought those tickets unless it was her knowing that I was. You know, I love Polly Shore at the time. Actually, did you just make the word diarrhea a verb? He diarrhea yeah. himself. Diarrhea. <laughs> he lost well, his shit. Like so diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Polly Shore is a diarrhea mouth. And like it's so it was like so sad because he stood on stage and he was like <gasps> Speaking about the Weasel Boy, talking to Weasel Bear. And I loved it when I was 14, but he had nothing innovative to offer, which was like a big disappointment. And I didn't even mention that in my hate crime letter I wrote to him. But I'm like, listen, 
people come out to see you for the old you, not like the new riding on coattails, Polly Shore. And like, it would be awesome if you could treat your fans what little you have left with respect. And he was like, I am so sorry. I didn't make it special for you. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't fuck you when you asked me to the first time, Polly. No, he ain't. Fuck him. Ew, he's so short. And he was so rude. Like, I mean, when I was younger, I just, like, me and my friend spent the whole summer after Jasmine's wedding, like, trying to speak Polly Shore like, hey, buddy. So we sweat, you know, like, and I cannot believe that I got dissed for making all that effort. It's like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> like, how the fuck dare you? But I actually have been Instagramming him, asking him to be on the podcast. And I'll put it lightly, but I'm still going to call him out. <laughs> like as soon as he falls for the bait, bam! I like do you remember me first in line, but you told me I needed to have friends to take a picture with you. But you were my idol for so many years, and everyone gave me a really hard time for even caring about you. Listen, you're not famous; your parents are. You may have farted in someone's face and they smelt it, but that's the only thing I cared about. <laughs> <laughs> Polly girl you wow I'm about to get girl. my ass off this damn podcast you have to what I said I'm about to get my ass off of this podcast okay you're cool that's all good I love you I love you thank you for being a part of it you are my heart and soul and I just love you to death my peep I love you too, Smash Me. Oh my God, I can't wait till we're together again. Oh my God, it's going to be like Ebony and Ivory. It'll be like Christmas and my birthday rolled all together in one. Holy shit, it's going to be like Christmas, birthday, Thanksgiving. Oh, Easter and Halloween. Yes, can I get a witness? Okay, Queen, I know it's late there, but thank you so much for taking your time and keep in touch once a week. Okay, love you. Bye. I love you more. Bye.